Hi, angels. Hello, hello. It's 4.20 p.m. PST. Live here from California. I don't know why I say live, because obviously these podcasts are not live. By the time you listen to them. But anyway, hi. Hope you are having a great morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you are listening to this. Whatever AM version or PM version you are inhabiting of yourself right now. I just got back from finishing up my album in LA and was going to maybe just try to skip an episode, but figured that I would really like to have a record of this time and I'll do this episode as maybe like a little time capsule for myself. I love the idea of a time capsule for a future version of you um, to listen to, to make myself have some sort of audio reference to such an important little moment in my life because this will be my debut full-length album as a solo artist. I've done a few EPs and I've done maybe a full length in my past bands, but this is going to be my first pouty full length. So I'm really excited. And I recorded the album in LA, like I said. The studio that I recorded this album is two minutes, literally no exaggeration, two minutes away from the first house I ever lived in in LA, which was such a good omen. Good omen number one. Number two, good omen. I wrote at least one, if not maybe two of the songs from the album, a five-minute drive from the studio at my second spot I've ever lived in in LA. And you might be like, oh, cool. Who cares? But LA is so big that when I tell you that that is such like a cool synchronicity. This episode today doesn't really have a theme. It, it A little bit does. It's sort of the theme is sort of like revisiting past use. And the idea of like another lifetime but it was really only like five to ten years ago for me at this point I'm not that old that I'm you know it's not that long ago but I refer to these times when I first moved to LA the first time I moved to LA was 2010 the second time was 2013 I'm originally from Philadelphia for those who don't know So that means that if I put this album out next year, in 2023, it's exactly 10 years later that the songs that I wrote are being recorded in an album or in a studio that's a five-minute drive away from my first 
spots where I wrote these songs. It's just, it's really cool. It's a cool, it's a good luck for me. It's a good sign for me. And I think if you're creative, you really do need to sort of embrace the magical thinking sometimes. And I definitely love to spot synchronicities around. So I guess the theme today, we could sort of, um, you know, say is, Sometimes it's the feeling of deja vu too. It's like sometimes it's such a good feeling to feel nostalgic and revisit past thoughts, past places, past homes, past ideas. Because a lot of healing work and creativity work and I think self-expression does benefit from recognizing how you've grown from those past versions of yourself and how you're different but I do think there's also a lot of beauty to sort of just see how much hasn't changed and how good it can feel to just step back into that past version of yourself last week I talked about creative shelf life and the idea of there being timelines to adhere to deadlines with creative ideas and I think that it's sometimes nice to see a project come full circle and it's really affirming and empowering to be able to see how much you've grown and how much you've changed and what's still important and just the persistence and resilience needed to stay creative and keep going and see creative projects to fruition is there's a lot of parallels between addressing past versions of yourself there and giving yourself the time you need to go back to some place and sort of acknowledge how much has changed and what you're grateful for and just the idea of how change is always constant and it's good to stay connected to those past versions of yourself as often as you feel is necessary. Sometimes it's triggering or it's painful to go back to a past you and there's a house that you never want to drive past or there's a former job or a former boyfriend or former girlfriend's house that you would never want to drive past but I like to sort of focus today's episode more on the good things that you do want to revisit um, after enough time has lapsed that you can sort of see it for what it truly was, the impact it's left on you, and how you've been positively or negatively affected by experiences and the weight that certain events, certain times in your life carry versus others, things that are so formative. The first time I moved to California from moving to the West Coast and the East Coast, there's so much change, there's so much adjustment. And... Especially for me, the second time I moved to California, 2013, I was doing long distance dating with my now husband. So 
it's kind of trippy to see how much has changed but how much hasn't there's a lot of really important memories that I've made in that neighborhood that I recorded the songs in so many years later and now I live for context I live an hour and a half away from that studio so and the studio was lent to me I rented it out sort of kind of last minute from someone that is a friend of Tony's my husband and it was just such a serendipitous little moment for me for that all to align my producer who normally lives in Philly shout out to Evan I love you so much just so happened that he was going to be in California and the dates and the timing just all really synced up so smoothly so I don't know maybe the episode another thing I'm kind of realizing today could be about is the idea of trusting the process and the timeline because I was really frustrated that I had to sort of put this rain check this album this long these vocals it seemed like nothing was really coming together for it to work out between moving and just mostly just moving kind of threw a wrench in my original timeline with wanting to finish the album earlier so I wanted to originally do the entire album in Philadelphia and now that I look back I got to record my debut pouty record in both Philadelphia and LA which are my two cities that have been most important and most informative for the songs that I've written and it's just kind of a weird beautiful full circle moment that I'm glad I have the clarity and headspace to see that the patience really paid off because now it's an east coast record and a west coast record and I'm singing about California in California so yeah it gives it a little bit more range a little more depth to the story more time that I'm putting into it is just now I'm totally a different version of myself than I was when we first originally started writing these songs and recording these songs for the first tracking this is the third session that I spent on it so yeah just really cool Anyway, I would love to talk a little more just about the actual process. So I drove down on Sunday morning to the studio. We started on Sunday. We recorded all day on Monday, all day on Tuesday, and then I drove back home Tuesday night. So for me, this was my first solo adventure without my baby it was the first time I spent any consecutive nights away from her and the first time I was that far away from her an hour and a half that if in a pinch if something would have happened you know I didn't even really put myself in the headspace to think about it of course because god forbid but I would have been far you know she was with my 
husband and her grandpa and her uncle, who are all my roommates now. So my brother-in-law and my father-in-law and my husband and my daughter and me and our dog. So, and she was in her own room every night, you know, she stayed in the house that she lives in. So it was totally, obviously fine and great, but I do feel like if this podcast is about the many versions of me, the many versions of you, then I should address that, yeah, the mother version of myself was kind of put on the back burner, so to speak for me to sort of really focus and inhabit a different version of myself, which was the creative version, the songwriter version, the musician version. And honestly, just one of my favorite versions of me. It's like when you're doing exactly what you feel like you're meant to do and what comes so naturally, which for me, specifically with music, it's writing vocals, writing lyrics, writing 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 harmonies and this session in the studio we really got to just go crazy doing exclusively that just vocal tracking is my dream sessions and just doing harmonies on harmonies and harmonies so I really got to inhabit such a happy version of myself and this weird past version of myself, this parallel past version of myself, which I think is a really cool way of thinking about it. I, hold on, somewhere I have a quote written down, I think, that might be relevant. Anyway, I can't find it, but it's something about sort of seeing your previous self walk through the doors of a place you used to be, the full circle moment, the different timelines of your life sort of overlapping. I guess it's like the sliding doors. Of, it's There's a bunch of different things there. But yeah, it's just kind of cool to be able to sort of also appreciate the wisdom that does come with getting older because I feel like, of course, as a society, women getting older is just such a toxic taboo. We hate it and we throw so many filters and fillers and everyone looks so fake and young and we like are constantly just being you know told to grow up quicker and it's just weird and then when you're older then everyone wants you to be young and it's just it's the pressure to succeed 30 under 30 it's it's all just funny because Time is just going to be time, and there's no control over it, and you might as well just be able to sort of learn how to love the present version of yourself and accept the past versions of yourself and not worry about the future versions of yourself because it's such a waste of energy. I know I'm saying this as a person who constantly has anxiety about both the past and the future, but... It's just the beauty and wisdom of getting older is that you really do get to sort of enjoy those full circle moments and the the synchronicity of seeing your past and your present sort of overlap in a really beautiful and organic and 
yeah, special way. And I think that is really where the magic can lie for creative projects is when that kind of stuff does just sort of align. So I'm obviously really looking forward to releasing the album and definitely will keep talking about it on here because it's definitely a huge part of my identity and a big part of what makes me me is my relationship as a songwriter and as a musician. So it will obviously be part of the journey on here, hopefully. Hopefully this will keep going for a while. I really do need to get a guest up in here because I think that'll help me sort of talk about a lot of different things that I have on my agenda, but it's hard. The balance of motherhood and creative life and passion projects and projects that will hopefully make you money. It's a balancing act for sure. So I was going to just skip today's episode, but I think that I'm glad that I just hopped on here because in order to have the accountability to take this seriously, I would like to just stay on a schedule where I'm just putting out the content and staying consistent with the output because like you know, I am a Virgo and I do like to just keep on showing up and staying organized, staying to a deadline when even if it's self-imposed and it's annoying. Anyway, I think today's episode is going to be a short one, but I'm happy to be able to just hopefully spark something in you that remembers the past version of you was doing the best they could with what they were being dealt with at the time, the circumstances, the situations, and the present you can honor that. And it's like I said in last week's episode, the little homework assignment, which did you guys do it? I didn't do it. (laughs) Is that terrible that I didn't do it and I told you guys to do it and I said I was going to do it? I kind of just did it on air with you guys last week, but the permission slip that I told you to write to a past version of you, it's nice to just sort of honor that past version of you in whatever way you can. For me, that could have been going to an old coffee shop that I used to love, grabbing my favorite little drink. I got a iced magical rose tea from Amara. Shout out to Amara. It was so delicious as always. Actually, it was a little sweeter than I remember, if I'm being honest. It was sweeter than I remember, and maybe it's just because my palate has changed because that was a drink that I haven't had. Actually, I had it when I was pregnant, so it wasn't that long ago, but anyway. (laughs) Yeah, it's just nice to honor the past use in whatever way you can. And to also welcome the next future use with some open-mindedness and some grace 
giving grace to your last and previous selves, I think, is a really nice way of putting it. And to the others that were around you, of course. But this is the many versions of you, so we're sort of just focusing on what we can control, what's in our circumstances to focus on and what's not. And yeah, like I said, it's not about dwelling on the past things that don't make you happy, but when you can reconnect with the past versions of yourself in a way that feels really good, really affirming, really empowering, it's really important to get yourself take out from one of your favorite old restaurants that you used to always go to or you know, book a trip to a place that you used to always love or watch a movie that's filmed in a place that you sort of miss or listen to an album from when you were younger that really just like puts you right back in that headspace. I feel like I just had a flash to people doing karaoke to a song that I hadn't heard of in or thought of in so long. And then it's like you remember every single lyric. It's that feeling is just like tapping back into that past you in such a pleasant way and not in a way that's like cringy and not in a way that's judgy and yeah just being able to say wow look how much I've grown in a beautiful way is really cool really special and with that ladies and gentlemen and my non-binary friends this has been another episode of the many versions of you I'm Rachel Gagliardi, a.k.a. Principessa Pouty on Instagram, a.k.a. Pouty on Spotify, which is where you can find all my old music and also on YouTube and be able to find the new album when it comes out. So definitely follow me on Spotify and you can find me on Bandcamp, poutypouty.bandcamp.com. And you can find me on Instagram with Vintage, Braddy Official, because there are many versions of me. There's many versions of you, and they're all dope. So we got to just love them, accept them, give grace to them, empower them, honor them, love them. Love you. Bye.